Hey ladies, welcome to the Single Moms United Podcast. If this is your first time joining, welcome. If you're a repeat listener, thank you for your loyalty. Today I want to talk about Did You Know? And this particular episode focuses on numbers. From time to time, and if you're a repeat listener, you've heard me introduce new topics, something a little different with with my podcast. And that's number one, to keep you engaged and not to bore you, right? By providing something different each episode. So I'm going to be providing you with some numbers regarding single moms in America in a certain age range. And that age range is between 18 and 35. Did you know 80% of single parent families are headed by single mothers and nearly a third live in poverty. Again, this is between the ages of 18 and 35. That's not to account for before and after those ages. It's just something to think about, ladies, because we're all, and I was, in that number, in that age range. You know, according to... 2021 Census Bureau, there is about 11 million single parent families with children under the age of 18. That means nearly 80% is headed by single mothers. I get mixed emotions when I look at this number. In one area, I'm, I'm saddened because that is insanely high as it relates to single parents and from what I was taught when I grew up. Single parent households or single moms, you know, it was just strictly frowned upon. Everybody used to be married back in the day, right? They had big families, but now it's like all single moms doing it on their own. Now, the flip side to that It reinforces what I'm doing with this podcast and hopefully with others that are providing a podcast around single parenting or single moms because 11 million single parent families with children under the age of 18. There's this potential (laughs) and I know I'm thinking big here that I can encourage 11 million single moms and motivate them. Encourage this is not the end-all be-all and to embrace their title and say, guess what? Yeah, I'm a single mom, but I'm going to do this. I'm going to raise my children. I'm going to devote my time to ensure that they are going to be successful in society. Again, that number is bittersweet, but the good news is The good news is there is that opportunity to really reach out and touch. Now, I wish I could touch the 11 million, but honestly, we both know that's not possible. Uh, But at least a good chunk of these single moms that are trying to do it on their own. Four out of 10 children are born to unwed mothers. So that's nearly two thirds. Uh, were born to mothers under the age of 30. Now, one in six children under the age of 18, and a total of about 12.7 million. So keep that in mind, ladies. 
80%, 11 million single parent families, 80% is led by single mothers. 80%, 80, 80. Now, the other thing that you want, I want to share with you about single parenting or single moms, we try to work. I tried to work. I did work. During that time, 30 years ago, I think I was bringing home more annually about 13000 And of course, that was before taxes. That was my gross, not my net. <laughs> but also things were much cheaper back then. Certainly, I would be below poverty um, if I was making that type of income today. But today, um, single moms who are working... Um, are averaging right around $49,000 annually. I think that's too high. I don't think it's 49. I think it's somewhere around 30. Um, given um, the employment opportunities that are available and the most single mom skill set, um, I think that's right around 30,000. And that's if they're working full time. It makes sense why single moms uh, seek public assistance. They feel like if I go to work, I'm not going to make the money that I need to take care of my household. So I have to apply for public assistance. And that's fair. Honestly, I think you should try to do both. Um, I don't know the rules around accepting public assistance or how much you can earn and all of that, but I do believe they do encourage you to work and also you receive that supplement once a month um, that should help sustain your household. But just to rely on public assistance, yeah, that's really not a good idea because you'll get caught up in it and Time goes by quick, so there's plenty of opportunities for you to learn a new skill, um, go back to school, learn a trade, or just find your gift, right? Everybody has gifts, and we just need to uncover what that is. And once we uncover what that is, we take that, pounce on it, build on it, and that's how you become wealthy. Think about it. Look at all your athletes. Gifted. Um, some comedians out there, singers, gifted. And as a result, they were able to latch on to that gift, get it out there, earn money from that. Ladies, while you're on public assistance, again, that's fine, but it should be temporary. It shouldn't be long-term because you have a gift no one else has. Yours, Your gift is unique to you. And so therefore, just tap into it, uncover what it is, okay? One other thing that I thought was extremely interesting is how much single moms receive for child support. Uh, Extremely disappointing to know that the average child support single moms receive is $286 a month. Really? Well, why is it $286? Well, he probably has other children. He's not working consistently. And if he is working, he's probably getting paid under the table. He's doing everything in his power to try to avoid paying child support. And that's certainly not fair to you or the child because it took two of you to create this child. And so it's very disappointing because 
in today's world in 2023, excuse me, 2022, why am I rushing that? $286 barely gets you gas. <laughs> it barely gets you gas for a month. And how are you going to feed your child or your children on that? Think about that, ladies. These are real numbers. Now, these numbers are from 2020 and 2021, so they definitely have have changed in 2022. But I wanted to bring this to the forefront. It doesn't have to be this way. It doesn't have to be this way. Number one, there's the whole abortion debate. The election is coming up next week. And everybody's about, oh, so-and-so doesn't believe in abortion and the baby, even not for incest or rape, blah, 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 so forth and so on. My question is, why aren't we talking about what happens to get to that child outside of abortion and rape? Why aren't we talking about that? Why aren't we talking about the female and male you know, rubbing on each other. And the next thing you know, hot diggity do. <laughs> How about you? And it's, it's on, it's, it's, it's off to the races, right? And so why aren't anyone talking about that? Because that's where it starts. That's where decisions are made. So ladies, we have that right. So if we are not raped, that means it's consensual sex. So then why aren't we going that extra mile to use protection, whether birth control or he uses the appropriate protection? Why isn't that discussion happening? I'll wait. But yet and still, there's this focus on you're taking the women's rights away because it's her body and she should be allowed to do what she wants to do. Well, she did. <laughs> she did. She she laid down with bruh. I think that's the slang they use today. She laid down, stood up, well, however she did it. She made that decision. She made that decision. But no one's talking about that. That's where the conversation needs to be. And it's all about education and communication. Those two things go hand in hand. You know, if you have unprotected sex, you're subject to have a baby. Are you prepared to have that baby financially? Then, okay, if we're going to do this thing, then guess what? Somebody got to protect themselves. And ladies, if you know what I know, it should be you. It should be you. Because you know why? That's you for the next nine months carrying that child. That's you for the next 12 months, potentially raising that child, feeding that child, comforting that child, nurturing that child. So you still get to make that decision. It's just not after you get pregnant. Let's start making decisions before we get pregnant. We all know where babies come from. We know how they're created. And if you don't know, Okay, well, talk to somebody quick, right? Before you start having unprotected sex, because this is real. We have children dying, not only through abortion, but we have children dying at the hands of parents that don't know. 
And again, I'm not pointing the finger of saying you're a bad parent because of this. I I am pointing the finger because please get education. And it's important to get education. And when I was coming along through school, it was taught in school to a certain degree. So do we need to go back to that? And then finally, ladies, it's up to you. That's part of your responsibility as your children get older to educate them about sex. And guess what? I hear you. Nobody told me. And I'm raising my hand. I learned tidbits in school, but as far as having a deep conversation about it in the household, mm -mm, that didn't happen. It's on us to go back and educate our children what sex is and what comes from having sex and what comes from having unprotected sex. Because there's two conversations that need to happen. Having sex can lead to STDs. That's something that can leave a female barren, right? Or the gentleman or the guy barren, right? Because depending on how uh, that disease impacts them. And then secondly, the conversation needs to happen about just sex in general, unprotected sex. That's the conversation. So you have two conversations. One is just sex, period. And what comes from just having sex, which is STDs. And then number two is unprotected sex, which leads to a child. A child that is created because you and bruh were bored. And so, hey, come on, let's do this thing. Oops, I'm pregnant. And true story, those are things that happen, right? Or brother man promised this and that and, you know, and he sees you in this tight shirt and this low cut and he's like, I gotta have it. And you get all excited because he look halfway decent. He smile. He said the right things at the right time. And so next, you know, some things start coming off and wham, bam, bibbly, boom, bam. Oops, I'm pregnant. Meanwhile, he's either married or already in a relationship with someone else, and he was only there for the moment. But now a baby has been conceived, and now you have to take ownership of raising that baby on your own. Ladies, please, once your children get old enough, and you probably want to start around age 10 having some sort of conversation with them about where babies come from and that they are capable of making a baby and what it takes to raise a baby because that baby ends up coming becoming an adult. Don't believe it? Go look in the mirror. I was a baby once. You were a baby once. Our children were babies once. And now they're growing up. And we have to set the stage for them to be successful in society. They're not going to be able to conform to some of the things that society throws at them if we don't adequately prepare them for that. That's our role. That's our job. And unfortunately, unfortunately, I wish I had known then what I know now. I'm not saying my kids are in a bad place, 
But could they be in a better place as it relates to some things? Absolutely. Only if I would have done a better job of communicating and educating them. And one thing about this century, technology is allowing you to go out and research these things. So just like I brought all these numbers to you, ladies, you can go out and research anything. You can Google anything, how to talk to your kids about sex, just different things that you can do. What's the best way to communicate with your kids? You can research that. All right, ladies, I hope you found value in today's episode. I hope you don't feel like I was beating up on you. I do have a tendency to get passionate about some topics, but it's still all good. I hope you will share with another single mom. Yeah, we ain't gonna, or I am not gonna reach all those 11 million single moms out there between the ages of 18 and 35. I'll just be happy if I can reach 20. <laughs> Seriously. And, and if it ain't 20, 10, I'll be happy because now we're introducing, allowing single mom skills and how to improve on their parenting skills. Nobody's perfect and that's okay. But then you learn, right? You learn. You don't stay there and say, you know what, this happened. And so I'm just going to sit right here. My last episode about road trip, I talked about the car and you being in the pat, excuse me, in the driver's seat. But that car still is not going to go anywhere if you don't move it out of park. It's going to stay right there. So this is your opportunity to learn, take it a step forward, move that gear shift into drive and be successful in running your household single mom. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Thank you again for all of your support. Remember, you can find me on Spotify iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts. I'm out there. Again, I have a website you can visit there, singlemomsunitedpodcast.com. You do have the ability to leave comments there. Would love to hear from you. Take care. Talk to you soon.